Welcome to Screen Time, everybody. Uh, it is movie streaming and everything in between. Gary Tangway along with Giuliano. We had a blast. We got a lot of great reaction. Thank you so much for our Thanksgiving week edition as we uh, relived planes, trains, and automobiles. And Drew, after the fact, we found out they're coming out with a 4K version with the 75 deleted yeah, the rest minutes. Of the, rest of the minutes. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the minutes, which you said are fabulous. Well, I, I don't know. I've never seen them, but the the editor said, I, I didn't know what that take out. It was all right. so great. So good. So, yeah, so. anyway. Moving on, but they wouldn't help the story. It's too much story. So you know they did the right thing because you can't have a a comedy be you know three hours long. No, you can't. But it's going to be fun to see, mm. uh, anyways. And I think John Candy is going to steal the show. But that's just my of guess. Course. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, without question, is the hottest man in television right now, and he's done it again. He has done it again. First, it started with Yellowstone, and then it went to 1883, and the hits just keep on coming, right? Mayor of, mayor of what is it? Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Did he do Helen? He did Helen. Helen High, High Water. Yeah. Helen High Water, right? Which, Which I love. Got nominated, I, love I think. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, but he's got Tulsa King, which Drew and I have watched the first three episodes. We highly recommend that all of you do the same. It's phenomenal. Fish it's out of water. alone in a way you haven't seen him. He's so good in this. You know, really as I is. tweeted out, I tweeted out that he's funny, he's self-deprecating, and he's dangerous. Yeah, and he's not Rocky Balboa, and no. he's not John Rambo. He's, he's none of the, He's not those guys. Well, I mean, listen, we, everybody knows that Sylvester Stallone is a very bright man. I yeah. mean, the guy wrote Rocky. I mean, he, he's, he, 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 he is not the dunce that he has played or just the angry... Uh, soldier that he's played there's a lot to this guy and you see it you know so let's let's set the stage this takes place in Tulsa Oklahoma and after 25 years of keeping his mouth shut uh, Sylvester Stallone who plays Dwight Man Freddy is a captain in the mafia he gets out after 25 <clears throat> years and he expects to be properly repaid he didn't sell anybody out he took the fall for somebody else yep. and they assign him to Tulsa Oklahoma <laughs> So he goes from New York City to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we're off and running. And the mob boss who he was tight with and whose ass he saved has a son who's pretty much running things now. And you'll see with the, not give anything away, you'll see it in the first 10 minutes of the episode. He, the, the mob boss looks like he's dying, right? He's right. got the oxygen in and all that. And then there's this new group of mobsters, one of whom he decks, which is my favorite part of the first episode. So he, they sent him to Tulsa because there's no organized crime there, or so they think. Right. So they think. We, we don't know. We don't know. But so Stallone, there's a couple of, there was one part I thought that went too much. So, so imagine this, Sylvester Stallone, straight out of prison, gets himself a nice suit, gets himself a nice car. He looks good. He looks the part and he flies into Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's it's really funny. It's really funny. And he's also out of prison for the first time for 25 years. There's a reference made that I thought was a little much where he said, you know, it'd be great if they had some sort of device where you could just look things yeah. up. And yeah. then, you know, the driver says, dude, it's an iPhone. OK, we got it. You've been away. But I and don't he, think and he talks about a phone. So he knows about the phone. He knows about the yeah. phone. That was my only problem with it. Yeah, I did I enjoy so I did. I did enjoy some of the other things. For example, when he goes out to walk across the street, the crosswalk, the crosswalk, when it starts talking, wait, 
<laughs> it's that's beautiful. He wouldn't know that in prison. He wouldn't right. know that. It's, Wait, and he looks around. It looks great. Right. But still, the thing that why why Stallone is so good is he's unfazed by it. He's so self-deprecating in his character. He just looks around. He doesn't freak out. Like everything is just so methodical. And he like looks around and he's like, where's that coming from? You know? And I also like the fact that his character in Manfredi is smart. He quotes literature. Well, he read in prison. He tells you he read. Right. He, he doesn't tell you how many books, but it's a lot. Right. And at the beginning of the first scene of prison, you see a lot of books. But, you know, he's a smart guy. I mean, he's not only street smart, but he's very intelligent, yeah. obviously. And I yeah. think that gives the character great depth, yeah. which I appreciate. Uh, so he lands in Tulsa and he has to set up an organized crime unit and start sending money back to New York, right? Five, so, five grand a week, is it? Yeah, some, yeah, something like that. So where does he stop first? He, and he, and, oh, I have to say, let's talk about his co-star, uh, Jay Wills, who is phenomenal who plays his driver he's a young man he's a young man his who, name is tyson the driver's name is tyson right tyson Wait, i'm yeah. sorry his driver's name is tyson he's a young man who picks him up at the airport as a cab driver they become friends and tyson eventually becomes his driver and i love the relationship yeah it's great you and i me? love tyson's father who is suspicious of the whole thing and you know that's going to play out and that's great well that's he knows like. They, I mean, they they set up characters who you know you're going to see again, who are going to play a part in this, and you almost can't wait. Right. And let's talk about this relationship for a minute. So you have Sylvester Stallone, who admits in a bedroom scene that we'll get to that he had with a, a young woman who turns out to be an ATF agent, um, that he's 75 years old, right? So... They didn't try to make him 50, no. right? They just, I think it's great. I just think it's so genuine. And he goes, As he says, what are, you, what are you concerned about? The age gap? And she says, that's not an age gap. That's a canyon gap. Right. <laughs> or that's like right. age canyon. That's yeah. an age canyon, right. Because she yeah. thought he was like 55. So he's 75. He's a mobster from New York in Tulsa. And he is a young African-American man um, who's, who's also smart, has dropped out of college, in Tyson, and they become buddies. I don't know um, if they're buddies. I think he they are. works with them, and he kind of likes them, and doesn't want them in the in the world that he's in. Well, he's he uses them as a driver, and you're right. So, the, the what I appreciate about this relationship is, you know, Stallone's character, and Dwight, says to him, "I don't want you to have this life. Go to college." Yeah, and he said, "I've been there. Know, I tried it." you're not perfect, but you're not a bad guy. And there are some parallelisms to The Sopranos. And I think it's a tribute because Terrence Winter, who wrote on The Sopranos, is a showrunner for this show. Um, but for example, Stallone wants um, uh, wants a cup of coffee, right? Yeah. And he, he wants the cup. He wants a porcelain cup. Yeah. Right? And it's, they know they give him the paper cup. So I think, it, is it episode three? You see him out front? And he's sitting at a table in front of a coffee shop and he has his own little porcelain cup. And he pours it in. Right. But I automatically thought that that's the Sopranos. They used to sit in front of the sandwich shop. Yeah. Right. He likes to sit there. So I love that. I love that that parallelism. But tell me what you think about his character, because I love his character. Well, it's classic fish out of water, right? 
you know, that's, 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 you know, it's a trope, but I, I love him because he's, he's understated. He will erupt in violence if he has to, but like you said, he's intelligent. He can quote, you know, Henry Miller, he can, you know, but he, he has great instincts. He goes to the bar. He, he meets the woman who's an ATF agent and she says, I can't help you. You know, once she figures out who he is and he says, I don't expect you to, you know, which is again, against type, which, you know, any other mobster you would think in, you know, in TV or film would want to have uh, somebody in law enforcement on their side. He, he just, he, and he accepted Tulsa. He, he said, you know, New York's not for me anymore. They made it so his, he doesn't see his daughter. So she's in New York and he can't see her. So he may as well be in Tulsa. What the hell, basically. Um, I, I liked the character. I liked what they did. You know, the interesting thing to me, and I love all these origin stories, you know, it's Taylor Sheridan again, who he's got a $200 million deal with Paramount. The guy can do, he's got the Midas touch now. Apparently he he wrote this for Stallone. And Stallone says, you can, you can read this article online. It's, I think it's from the Atlantic. You know, Stallone said, you know, he called me, we talked on a Monday and he said, by Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I had the script and I was in, I mean, that simple. Right. And, you know, that, that alchemy is what you want when you're watching something, whether it's a movie or you know, like this, a streaming, you know, a show that's, you know, multiple episodes. So I love the character. I love how he reacts. I think he's understated, especially the violence. Um, it's the violence just, is only necessary. Exactly. It's not when he goes to the pot farm, and when I'm not giving anything away, but you know, he gets involved with a guy who owns a dispensary, you know, because it's legal now. Which, which he keeps forgetting. They which keep, he keeps, yeah, he's he like keeps forgetting. That's how the guy says, to grab, grapple, but he. Uh, <laughs> They go to a pot farm. I, I, I'm gonna. You gotta watch it because it's a fantastic scene. Fuck face. <laughs> no, bad face. <laughs> That's a great line. He's got some great one liners. There's some there. great but lines. You know, mentioned Taylor Sheridan because he's worked great with Kevin Costner. Mm -hmm. And also, what is it called? 1923 coming out. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Right. Yeah. And Helen Mirren has a shotgun and kills people. <laughs> I love it. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait. They all want to work with him. You know, right, but, you got Tom Hanks, Billy Bob Thornton in 1883. You know, right. it's people want to work with the guy because he's got he's got the touch, man. He can write and he can write fast. God damn. Yeah, like, he can. And, he's just, and he surrounds himself with good people, you know, as well. Like the, the, one of the directors is Alan Coulter. I was looking him up on on IMDb and I said, I know that name. That guy's been involved in everything. I yeah. mean, if you take a look at all the great shows on streaming or cable alan coulter has been involved in one way or another so he is a and i mentioned terrence winter i mean he is attracting this type of talent to work with him well um, and people want to work with him too yeah so, i mean um let's talk about the cast of things bit. that got me in, that? and i think they're gonna i think they're intentional i don't think they're mistakes but for instance he says in the beginning his father was a barber right right but then Stacy, the ATF agent, when she's talking to some other law enforcement person and gets his background, the person who gives the background says the father was a farmer. So those aren't the same thing or even close. And then there's the credit card thing. He can't look up his daughter online because he needed a credit card to do a people search. But earlier in one of the episodes, he said, do you take credit cards to someone? Do you take a credit card? 
So I thought, okay, there's something going on here. It's not like Sheridan and those guys to make a mistake. So I think stuff's going to come out. Are but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it, it probably. I mean, are you talking about the the issue where he he needs the credit card and he pays somebody to use their credit card? Yeah, well, he does give that. You the cash. But he before that, he says when he's first in town, he, he says, do you take card. a credit card? Do you take credit cards? And then he does. He learns he has to have a credit card to send right. FedEx, but they don't use the name. And then he needs a credit card to look up his daughter. So he goes to get a, well, he doesn't get a credit card. He gets a, you know, a debit card from the bank. Right, right from the bank. Tyson helps him with and that. That's another thing. Let's talk about some of these things that coming out of jail, his license is expired. He has to take a new road test, right? Yeah. So Tyson. Don't say what happens during the road test. I'm, no, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to say what happens during the road test, but what I'm going to tell you, the viewer, is it's awesome. And I totally didn't see it coming. No. There's another thing. You talk about the character. There's an old screenwriting thing from the 30s, and, and it's everybody's used it in every thing. It's, you know, when you want to show your main character has a heart, you have him pet the dog. It's called pet the dog. And, and it's literally that. There's an old producer who said, you want them to like your character. Have them, have a, have them pet a dog. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, he meets uh, a homeless woman, older woman, right? Um, uh, at, at this place they call the center of universe, which is supposedly you can stand in this place and say something and nobody can hear you, but you're talking to God or something. And she explains it to him. And then she gets up to leave. And he first he says something and she doesn't hear him. So she gets up to leave and he goes over and he pulls out a wad of cash and hands it to her. And she says, what's this? And he says, you know, get something good to eat. And she said, I want your money. So it's a it's a classic pet the dog, except he gets rejected. But right. it, it and you'll remember in the original Rocky, there's a great pet the dog scene when he he meets the girl and the guys are singing on the street and they're all talking about her. And and he says, You don't want to be a whore, you know, that and, and she says, Fuck you, Rocky, basically. And it's that same rejection thing that makes you like the guy even more because he offered and it was rejected. Well, he's a mobster with integrity. Yeah, I mean, he's just a good character. And I don't know. So far, I love them. I love the thing. I do, and... too. So, so so one of the things that does happen is the first thing that he learns about is a marijuana dispensary. Right. And he walks in and basically forces his way in and says to Martin Starr, who plays Bodie, the guy that owns it, I'll offer you protection. He's like, protection from what? He goes, well, the cops. He goes, dude, it's legal. Yeah. Right. So I'm a little so. And then he, he I, when he talks about the feds, he, he talks about how one dispensary got raided by the feds. Yeah. He needs to get the money out of the safe. Is that just for tax purposes? I didn't understand. I, that I, I you know. Bodie's going along because he's scared. Oh, yeah. You know, but 
I don't know that the feds could come in, but they do. They control it and it's legal. So it wouldn't be the feds, though. It would be the state because the state legalizes marijuana. Yeah. Not the feds. The feds, it's not legal, believe it or not, under federal law. So it's legal under most state laws. So he goes back to the to the to the safe where Bodie is this, you know, guy running a dispensary. Um, And he's let me see your safe. You know, let me see your safe. And this guy's got like a what? What do you say? Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars. Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'm going to take twenty percent. And then Bodie says to him, "Well, is that all you're taking?" He goes, "No, that's my cut. Twenty percent. I'm a man of honor. Partners, he says. We're partners. We're partners. Yeah. We're partners." And then he starts. You know, I think what's going to happen is they evolve. He's going to grow the business with them. I mean, now they're looking into other ideas and other ideas, way to make money. And all. we won't talk about those again. We no, don't want no, to give no. stuff away, but we. It's such a good show right now. I have to say I'm happy. You know, I, I, some shows peter out, so this could, but I don't, I don't know. I think yeah, if, you know, Sheridan's paying attention, it won't peter out. Well, he's he meets, proven- in this third episode, he meets Dana Delaney, who, who um, runs a horse farm, and he has to go visit her for some reason. And so you could tell they get flirty, so all that stuff. And he says, well, what if I want riding lessons? And she goes, she says, go look it up on the website. Look it up on the web- website. Because he said, he said, I'm a private investigator. And she looks at him and she goes, yeah, I'm an astronaut. Yeah. And then she walks away and he laughs. And then there's just a wide shot of him, again, dressed like a New Yorker in the middle of this horse field, walking away. And he goes, I think I like this state. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. He has a bunch of one-liners that just kill me. Yeah, you know he delivers them well. Delivers them well. They're 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 worth it. Um, Let's talk about the ATF agent for a minute because he does. Andrea Savage plays Stacy Beal, the ATF agent, who they're starting to develop sort of some sort of relationship. Did you like that at first? Because I was iffy on it. I, I was surprised that them ending up together that first night when she's at some sort of girls' right. night out. And but then they have her speaking to her therapist in which she admits she's been divorced for a year and she hasn't been dating. But she says, you know, I slept with somebody. And then she says, you're going to see him again. No. And then she talks to the law enforcement person when she finds out who he is. This other I don't know if she's FBI or what she is. She assures her she's not going to do it. But then she goes back. And the question in my mind is, is she going back because she wants to bust him? Keep an eye on him and bust him because she's had a career, you know, trouble. Yeah, she's had issues. That's why she's banished Tulsa Tulsa too, just like him. Right. Well, that's true. You know, that's it, Drew. That's an excellent point. And I didn't think of that as far as parallelism goes. They're both damaged and they both have been rejected. And they both, Pat, and they've both been banished to Tulsa. Right. So she could be go- doing this because she wants to be with him, or she could be doing it because it could help her career. We don't know, which is great. You don't want to know. Because I don't, you know, at first I was like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is going to work, but we'll wait and see. But the fact that Sylvester Stallone uh, has this young kid, Tyson, driving him around town, and he has Bodie, who's running a marijuana dispensary as a business partner. And he's having an on-again, off-again relationship with an ATF agent, all while setting up an organized crime unit in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, 
I don't know. I know it's 10 episodes. I don't know if it's self-contained. This is the whole story or if we're going to get multiple seasons. Oh, I, I, have I haven't I haven't heard yet. Um, I hope. I mean, listen, I'll be really disappointed if this thing doesn't go, doesn't, if this thing doesn't deliver, I'll be really disappointed. And well, I would. Well, it, it's, yeah. it's funny you bring it up because um, I think one of the things about streaming is we talked about this in the last episode, I think. There's the self-contained ones, the Queen's Gambit, Godless, those ones right. that are just, it's going to be eight episodes. It's going to be beginning, middle, end. And then there's the ones that keep going on, like old-fashioned TV. When is enough? When is too much? When is it over? You know, because the problem with episodic TV over the years, right. when it was regular TV, was, you know, oh, the Seinfeld finale was awful. Well, of course, because it was never designed to end. You know, the MASH ending was never designed to end. They weren't designed that way. And movies are designed to end. So I don't know. It, it's like Ted Lasso. They said they're going to do three. Well, what's they got to have to come up with an ending. I think that's why they're struggling for this for this third season. Yeah, they didn't like that. They didn't like the second half of this third season at all. Well, because that's, that's got to be the over. ending. Because they're only going to do three. See, that's the problem. So I, I hope this goes forward. But how long can it go? You know, I Shameless think... went too long. There's oh no my god. Long. I say three years. The magic number is three. I think. We'll see. I think if you did 10 episodes a year and you have a really good series and it's 10 episodes a year for three years, you're doing well. Yeah. That's what I think. So. Well, listen, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Make up your own mind. And, and Drew mentioned there's a character in here. Max Casella is the actor. He was in 97 episodes of Doogie Hauser. <laughs> so we're thinking, is that the guy? Um but yeah, it's it's. I'm glad you know something, Drew. It exceeded my expectations, and yeah. I'll tell you something, buddy. Paramount is in the game. They oh, are yeah. in the game. Yeah, totally. They are in the game. They are doing good stuff. But I Giuliano, think Hulu and and Paramount are doing better than HBO. Yeah, HBO after the Discovery merger, it's all yeah. kind of a mess. Yeah, not, that's not run right right now. It's that's they need to, and they're merging them together. And this, what the, the Discovery people do and what the HBO people do are two different things, and they need to work on that. But I Apple's agree. Lagging, Apple's lagging a bit, but the Will Smith movie's coming out December 9th, so that'll. Pick well, the up. one thing about Apple is I don't think they're into quantity, but they're into quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're never going to be, they're never going to have a, a billion original series on there like Netflix. Well, they have slow horses, and we're going to talk about slow horses at some point. You Love haven't it. seen it yet. I've seen the first series. Oh yeah, okay. We should talk about that sometime. The first year, I saw the first year. It's fantastic. Yeah, have you? The second one's not out yet, though, is it? They make they made it. It's they coming. made it. It's I think it's I think it's like out. It's and there's like eight or ten books, so they could go on oh. forever. But again, we're back to that. How long do you go? Gary Oldman is fantastic in that. They're all good. All right, for Giuliano, I'm Gary Tangway, and you have been watching uh, Screen Time, streaming and movies and everything in between.